0: flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our heart long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah in the house. Okay, now say it like you really mean
1: it.
2: Can I have some ambient pads?
0: Glory to God in the highest, peace to his people on earth. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father.
3: morning's first lesson comes from Hosea chapter 8. Thus says the Lord, they made kings in Israel but not by my authority. They established princes but without my approval. With their silver and gold they made idols for themselves to their own destruction. Cast away your calf, O Samaria. My wrath is kindled against them. How long will they be unable to attain innocence in Israel? The work of an artisan, no God at all, destined for the flames. Such is the calf of Samaria. When they sow the wind, they shall reap the whirlwind. The stalk of grain that forms no ear can yield no flower, even if it could. Strangers would swallow it. When Ephraim made many altars to expiate sin, his altars became occasions of sin. Though I write for him my many ordinances, they are considered as, stranger, as a strangers. Though they offer sacrifice, immolate flesh, and eat it, the Lord is not pleased with them. He shall still remember their guilt and punish their sins. They shall return to Egypt. The word of the Lord. They stand. This morning we'll have a responsorial psalm. Your response will be on the screen. Psalm one hundred and fifteen. Our God is in heaven. Whatever he wills, he does. Their idols are silver and gold, the handiwork of men. The house of Israel, trust in the Lord. They have mouths but speak not. They have eyes but see not. They have ears but hear not. They have noses but smell not. The house of Israel, in the Lord. They have hands but feel not they have feet but walk not their makers shall be like them everyone that trust in them
4: the house of Israel trust in the Lord.
3: glory to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit
5: With our heads.
6: Saying it was never seen.
7: Thank you. adopted the Roman Catholic lectionary for the daily mass. So that, that's what that's all about. We're not asking you to change your entire life and, uh, or making a comment on anything. Secondly, after the service, after the, the recessional, um, there's going to be a team left behind here, or we'll come back right away, probably take the off and doing minist- prophetic ministry and healing ministry. So if you're here and you want to Again, once the twenty-somethings meet uh, at the event tonight, cost is twenty-five dollars. And then, are some of you, and you're here because I sat and read the name type, have not registered. So please, repeat, repeat that. that well, we're gathered. We're gathered in this place as the household of God. We're the family of God. Um, families who are united by our relationship with our Heavenly Father established through Jesus Christ. And that's going to be the emphasis the next few days. We're here to celebrate that, to celebrate that we're together, that God has brought us together in this little tiny communion called the Charismatic Episcopal Church. 20-some years ago, a little more than that, whatever our history is, we didn't even know each other. And yet here we've been through this incredible, incredible journey. And God has more in store for us as the family of God. And we have a generation that's being raised up, you know. And things like the Kansas City Convocation of 1993 are ancient history to them. Some of us were there. And, uh, and it was, there were four bishops and a dream. That was it. And here we are now around the world. And, but we want to celebrate that, that we're family. And what, so the emphasis is that in the next few days is very simple. And if we've been reminded by uh, Father Eric and Father Ed to give glory and honor and praise and worship and adoration and exaltation to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's all about Jesus. Then we're we're going to worship the triune God and to join with the church triumphant all around the world in expectation of the heavenly banquet that's going to come. And we'll gather around the table of the Lord and hear the words, blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb here for fellowship and building relationships. And over the past 23 years, I've built some of the best relationships a man could ever have this side of heaven. And so I'm always filled with joy when I see your faces. And I hope we can build new relationships and God brings us more and more to hear his voice about a church that's flowing in the Holy Spirit. Preaching the gospel unashamed and worshiping in unity with the ancient historic church down through the ages. To hear, second and then, to hear some from good brothers who are in the trenches, share some exciting, not new ideas, but exciting ancient ideas about how we can build an army one family at a time. CEC is ultimately about the local church. Whether that church is in the United States of America or that church is in Africa, life in the spirit happens in the local church, around local tables where Christ makes himself present. The fullness of the Catholic faith is found in the local church. It's in the local church that people are equipped and made strong in the Lord. And though conferences like this are great, and we get encouraged and we get built up, it's still back home in the trenches where we're taught how to be disciples of Jesus. Where Christ makes himself present over and over again in the sacraments of his life, from baptism to holy unction, the Eucharist and ordination and confirmation. where families meet together not only as individual families but as collective families give thanks to God where children are nurtured in the face that is being taught to them by their parents and then finally we're here to have fun to laugh to get some needed rest to rejoice I know all of you are aware, well aware, and, and I don't want to get into it, that the American family is in a crisis. Both speakers this morning alluded to that, and I, I'm sure Father, uh, Father Rob and Father Brett will do it again when they point up. And there's plenty of places where you can find the statistics. It's been a crisis since the late 50s and into the early 21st century. Family has even in the secular world been redefined from a whole host of different things where we no have mothers or fathers but parental caregivers. Where we have more broken homes than traditional homes. Where more people living out of wedlock than in marriage. The very core, even in that, the very core of personal identity up for grabs, whether we're male or female. The state of New York offers seven different genders on application for college. And I'm concerned all of that because like you, I'm concerned about the outcome, outcome of what we're doing as a culture. That in the name of some really good things like fairness and being inclusive and tolerant, and even justice. Things are being done that I believe are going to bring about the collapse, not only of the culture, but it's going to bring about serious harm and damage to the next generation. I don't want to spend a lot of time dealing with that, so I think all of us uh, should read up on those issues because in many ways it would be like describing water to a drowning person. But here's what I need I do know.
1: The church doesn't need to do anything really to confront the issue. That doesn't
7: mean that the church is to do nothing. Quite the opposite. What I believe the church needs to do is stop trying to be relevant and be the church. To be the church, ancient, that's been passed down to us from generation to generation, that has taught and believed the same truth that never changes. And will it appear
1: odd and irrelevant? To this generation,
7: yes, it will. But we are not going to change the world by looking like the world. We're not going to change the culture by becoming the culture. We're going to change the culture by being the church, to remain the church, and to resist those temptations to go away from that. All we need to do is emphasize that it is the church of the living God. It's the hope of salvation. It's the place where salvation is found. And it just needs to make visible the voice of the Lord, not only in the buildings, but in the streets around us. Like Father Steve Block, who brings the Eucharist to the homeless, rather than waiting for the homeless to show up in church. But go out there under the bridges of Milwaukee and make present the Lord Jesus. For Father Bob Northwood who possesses the sacrament around the neighborhood on the Feast of Corpus Christi. Or the many churches who open their buildings for vacation Bible school and reach out to the children in their neighborhood. Or churches like intercessor and Father Crompton whose heart for the lost resulted in transitional homes, birthed from within a community of believers who wanted to bring freedom of Jesus to those who were addicted. Or to those, so many of you here today who go to nursing homes or jails or hospices to share Jesus. We need to be challenged with that. The command of the gospel is not come, it's go. It's a lead. The very name, the mass, means Misa, dismissal, to go into the world. It's the deacon who has the servant heart of Christ who stands up at the end of the mass and says, get out of here. Go forth and proclaim the gospel to everyone around us. That's the real challenge to each church or mission and each family unit, to each household
1: that has been called the school of love. See, the earliest forms of evangelism
7: were relationships. It was in families. It was households bringing other households to a living relationship with God. It continues to be the best form of evangelism. And everything, everything bears that out. I remember uh, going to a Billy Graham school, of a pastor school of evangelism. I think Doug, you were talking about going to that. Billy Graham came at one point, and he pointed out that at the Crusades, with all the preparation they did, with all the prayer they did, and they used to give free tickets, and they used to have handouts, and they would do television, radio, all kinds of things. He said 95% of the people who came to a Billy Graham's Crusade came because Someone they had known for over five years had invited them to the crusade. That a relationship had been built. See the question really is whether and the challenge to be an army is are we going to present a genuine Christianity a radical genuine Christianity that's based on the command of God's love? Or are we going to be a cultural
1: Christianity that parades itself as Americanism? We
7: live in difficult times in the West, but there's been harder times. There's places the church today faces harder times, like in Pakistan or among our Coptic brothers and sisters in Egypt or in northern Kenya and southern Sudan where churches are being burned down southern Philippines where the reality is that the blood of the martyrs of the seed is the church we're just being challenged to like other people to reach out to people who are hurting and and lonely and (laughs) broken and wounded and get out of ourselves and to allow God to form a love in us that lives for others that's sacrificially willing to lay itself down for its friends one of the passages that has always ministered to me is Jesus looking out on the crowd and the scripture said he looked out and he had compassion on them that word, with passion. You know, the difference, what, some of the newer translations put pity in there, but pity and compassion are two different things. Pity is what you feel when you're watching those you know those nights when you can't sleep and you turn on the television and you're, you're channel surfing? And all of a sudden there's some skinny, poor kid holding a cup, you know, and you can help this child $20 a month, you, you know the ones, and, and you kind of watch it for a few minutes and say, oh, that's horrible, and then you change the station. That's what pity is. So, oh, that poor kid. Now they do it with the ASPCA, right? You see a poor dog, you know, and says, oh, that poor dog, somebody ought to do something about that. You know? not pity, it's beyond it, it's compassion, with, with a passion that's inside. You know what passion really is? Passion, compassion doesn't doesn't have words. Compassion is when you look at something and right in the middle of your gut, right down here, you just go,
1: oh, and you're compelled to do something. Nothing.
7: Jesus looked out at the crowd and he had gut-wrenching compassion for them. And he said, you do something. They're like sheep without a shepherd. I fear sometimes the church looks out and looks at people who are wounded and hurting and broken and lonely and isolated, captured, addicted, demon-possessed, And we're moved to judge them. Rather than love them and embrace them. The anointing of the Holy Spirit wants to come upon us to move us to have the compassionate, sacred heart of Jesus. To have our hearts pierced with the pain of the world. That we too would be crucified with him and find the power of the resurrection.
1: If we're faithful on our watch to walk in that way,
7: to fear, we fear not for the next generation. If we prepare, just prepare them by word and example to live out the gospel, then we have nothing to fear for the Holy Spirit will fill those vessels we have presented to him in baptism. God is at work among us. We need to rise up as individual households, as families, as couples, as families of God, the church, and proclaim with St. Paul I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of being weak, that he might be strong. I'm not ashamed that I don't fit into the world. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, because it's the power of God unto salvation. God is raising us up. God is raising us up and calling us to stand up. Stand up as the family of God and make visible the void around us. Make visible the incredible, awesome love of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please stand
6: Brothers and sisters, if God would not withhold with his own Son for the redemption of us all, will he not also give us everything we need? Therefore, let us bring our request and those of the whole world before him, for the church that she will make visible to a lost and dying world yes. the abundant love and forgiveness of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Lord, hear in your mercy, hear our prayer, for all the churches, especially those in third world countries, that they may be provided with the necessary resources to further God's kingdom and meet the needs of their people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer, for the nations, that righteous men and women willing to know and do God's will, will be raised up into positions of authority. Lord in your mercy hear our prayer. for the conversion of Islam and other world religions and philosophies that are in opposition to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Lord in your mercy, hear our prayer for doctors, nurses, and other health care professionals, that they will use their God given talents to foster life and not to destroy it. Lord in your mercy, hear our prayer for racial reconciliation in our land, and revival in our inner cities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all of us gathered here, that we will walk in the footsteps of Jesus on the path of obedience, faith, forgiveness, and sacrificial love. Lord, in your mercy,
7: hear our prayer.
6: For our own special intentions, Lord, in your mercy,
1: hear our prayer.
7: Heavenly Father, nothing can separate us from the love you have demonstrated to us in your Son, Jesus Christ. Hear our prayer and give us the grace to love one another as he has loved us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And with you, let us greet one another with a sign of God's incredible peace. Peace, Bishop. Peace, Bishop. Peace, Bishop. peace. 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 Stay seated. thank you there's a couple one, one, uh, celebrating you but um, also the, uh, this month i forgot the exact I'm date sorry. but um, i'm celebrating hey, give my me this uh, a second wait 10th anniversary as the patriarch And then today, today especially, is my 47th wedding anniversary. Also, uh, we get to share it with uh, Ken and Debbie Tanner. uh, Not that many years, but the same page. And so I'd like to uh, offer uh, this Eucharist thanksgiving for those things, but also to, in special intention for all of you who are united in holy matrimony, that you would grow deeper and deeper in love, and be a visible sign of Christ's love to this world. And the offering, we're going to gather up and uh, play it on number 17. I say okay?
6: Let us Sorry. Let us look to the Lord as we prepare to bring him our tithes and offerings. Through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise, that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. As we are prepared to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us.
0: been down
8: before When you're halfway to nowhere And you can't pay the toll You're hanging on to mercy You're withered on the vine With your feet on the ground Your head in the clouds And your heart on the line Open up your
0: eyes you got to Rise up, rise up When this life has got you down you got to Look up, look up, when you're searching, nothing's found, might I just see? When the dark holds you, you can't break through because you haven't seen the light. Open up your eyes. You've got to rise up, rise up when this life has got you down. You've got to
4: look up,
0: look up when you're searching, nothing's found.
7: Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the body of Christ. Blessed Blessed be be God God. forever. Blessed are you, Lord of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become the blood of Christ.
6: Blessed Blessed be God forever.
7: The Lord be with you.
6: With your spirit.
7: Lift up your hearts.
6: and lift them up to the Lord. Let us
7: give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give
6: him thanks and praise.
7: By your guiding hand and voice, you led Abraham into a new land to establish your people Israel. By a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire, You led the Israelites through the wilderness of Sinai to the promised land. By your word made flesh, you led the disciples to the upper room where they partook of the first Eucharist. By your Holy Spirit, you led those same disciples to begin your church. Throughout history, you've led those who believe in your holy name to gather, worship, and commune at your altar and establish your kingdom on earth. And so, you've led us here to this holy convocation to celebrate the mystery of your love through your Son, Jesus Christ, to be renewed and refreshed to carry out the calling you've placed on the charismatic Episcopal Church, and to share the good news of the gospel to the world. Therefore with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we join in their unending hymn of praise as we proclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power
6: and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest, please kneel if you are able.
7: For the whole world. So, Father, we pray that in your goodness and mercy, your Holy Spirit may descend upon us and upon these gifts. Sanctifying them and showing them to be holy gifts for your holy people. The bread of life and the cup of salvation. The body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this
1: for the remembrance of me.
7: When supper was ended, he took the cup of wine. Again, he gave you thanks and praise, gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many, for the sins of the whole world. Drink this. Whenever you do this, drink this
1: in remembrance of
7: me. Father, we now celebrate this memorial of our redemption, recalling Christ's death and his ascent among the dead. Proclaiming his resurrection and ascension to your right hand and awaiting his coming in glory. and Offering to you from the gifts you have given us as bread and this cup, we give you praise as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ, Christ has died, died. Christ has risen,
6: Christ is risen. Will, will come again.
7: again. Grant that all who share this bread and cup may become one body and one spirit, a living sacrifice for the praise of your name. Remember, Lord, your one, holy Catholic and apostolic Church, redeemed by the blood of Jesus, reveal its unity, guard its faith, and preserve it in peace. Remember me, an unworthy sinner, and all our bishops, and all who minister in your Church and teach the true faith that comes to us from the apostles. And grant that we may find our inheritance with the Blessed Virgin Mary, with Joseph, her husband, with patriarchs, prophets, apostles, and martyrs, all the saints who have found favor with you in ages past, we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. By him, with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. 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 Let us pray for
6: forever and ever. Ever ever. Ever. Amen. Amen.
7: Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world.
6: Have mercy upon us.
7: Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world.
6: Have mercy upon us.
7: Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world.
6: Grant us your peace.
1: Behold the
7: Lamb of God, Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord, I I am am not worthy worthy
6: that you you should come under my my roof, but but only say say the the word and and my soul shall be healed.
7: Gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Jesus died for you. And feed on him in your hearts with thanksgiving.
6: Amen.
5: who are third.
8: Till all I have is you.
0: me by. I'm breaking through the boundaries, I will not be tonight.
7: Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all the evil. Preaching at you and it sounds like bad news. It's not the gospel. The gospel is good news. It's so incredibly good, it's almost hard to believe. And so we add on to it. The gospel is God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world to Himself, not counting our sins against us. God. God's forgiven you. God is not angry with you. And above all, God will never leave you nor will he forsake you. And the blessing of God Almighty the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Be with you and with those you love and care for this day and forever. Amen. Amen.
9: ministry time again um, patriarch said it's not mandatory at all and I know that you have lots of things to do fun things to do but just encourage you if you're able to stick around and see what God might do um, we, we we're in a season where we're just seeing more and more um, things happen and maybe you've been prayed for before maybe many times <laughs> you've not been healed but um, I believe, like in 1 Kings 17, the reason that Elijah laid on that boy three times because it didn't work the first two times. It's not any more complicated than that. And so I would just encourage you, even if you've lost faith for it, I believe Jesus has faith for it. And Galatians 2.20 actually says we live by the faith of the Son of God. And so it certainly doesn't hurt to go for it again. And um, most recently we were part of an ecumenical ministry, a conference thing, and some of the people here, and for those of you in the West know Mark and uh, Finley and Stacy. They they're a part of this thing. And we saw, and I think this would be um, a pretty conservative um, guesstimation, we tried to make sure, but possibly as many as 5,000 people get healed. And so we know that God's doing some stuff and um so we just want to give you an opportunity. There's some really trusted people, some from this part of the CEC and then some from where my diocese to be given some prophetic words and uh, just to minister to you. Um, there's already some words of knowledge that we've gotten. But just to encourage you that um, the, if you stick around or if there's something you want to hear, maybe God, I have a word for you or if you have something to need healing, um, just the. Faith is really about coming in line with what he believes. And I believe he was the most childlike person who ever lived. And so just um, go for it.
2: It's not a prophetic word, just an announcement. But, sorry, Katie.
8: I just really want to play
2: again. One of one of the things about having a lot of kids is you try to reach all of them, and there's a group that want to do something tonight, and they're not 21 yet. So my son Gavin on the guitar and Jane House, they're doing something tonight, going bowling. So see them after this, and after the ice cream social, they want to do something together with those who don't want to go to the beer garden. So just to make that out there, okay? Thanks.